Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nosebleeds Podcast. My name is Alfonso Bruton. Coming back for the third episode. Yes, that's right. Numero three. The third episode uh, for this podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we will be discussing the miraculous and awesome, as always, All-Star Weekend. Yes, we will be discussing the All-Star Game, the dunk contest. Of course, there was a lot of controversy in the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon... P.S. was robbed. Yes, all right. Aaron was definitely robbed. And also, we will cover my my main thing that I took away from All-Star Weekend and just looking at it unfold. Then, we're going to go ahead and cross over. We're going to cross over to another sport, and we're going to cover the topic of Mason Rudolph versus Miles Garrett and that whole crazy situation. So, pick up the headphones or... Put me on blast in your car, whatever you're doing. Just go ahead, sit back, and I hope you really, really enjoy this episode. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. First things first. Let's go ahead here and discuss the... NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes. All-Star Weekend just passed. Literally, All-Star Game was yesterday, last night, uh, Sunday. So, first, we're going to talk about the dunk contest. Now, in the dunk contest, there was, of course, Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic, the participants. So, Aaron Gordon was one of the participants. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. was another participant, plays for the Miami Heat. Dwight Superman Old Head Howard <laughs> was a participant who plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then Pat Connaughton uh, of the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, one of their bench players, um, very good player uh, coming off the bench, uh, was also another participant. Now, the dunk contest, yes, it was it was exciting. It was very exciting. It was very, I loved it uh, to a certain extent. And the reason why I'm saying that is I knew the NBA was going to try to prolong the dunk contest. I, I knew it right away. Uh, first and foremost, when I when I seen Dwight Howard uh, get a 50 on his dunk. Now, of course, if you did not watch the All-Star game or you did not see Dwight Howard dunk, basically Dwight Howard did a reminiscence of, of, his, of his first dunk that he did in the dunk contest where he literally jumped from the free throw line wearing the Superman cape. But in this circumstance, he had Kobe Bryant number, a little tribute to Kobe Bryant, um, basically the number 24 and two uh, to his daughter um, as well. <laughs> and, and a little funny, funny thing, tidbit here. When, when Dwight Howard ripped off the Superman, <laughs> he, he threw it. He literally threw it at Shaq. <laughs> and I don't think a lot of people called it, but it was kind of like a, Bro, this ain't about you, Shaq. Like, go ahead, get get the Superman. It's yours. It's your title. Whatever you want. But this is about Kobe. So I thought that was kind of funny, kind of kind of funny thing that I realized and noticed. But yeah, back to the back to the the dunk contest. So when I realized that Dwight Howard got a fifty for that dunk, I I automatically knew the dunk contest was going to be something very fishy. Not only that, Dwayne Wade was one of the judges. For the dunk contest. Yes. 
why, if you're in the NBA, why would you have Dwayne Wade being the judge for the dunk contest when one of his ex-teammates is in the dunk contest? When you're a lawyer and you have a family member, you know, on trial, you can't be that family member's lawyer because that's personal interest. <laughs> so why would the NBA do that? Come on. So really all those things really showing me, I was like, man, they're going to try to prolong this, this, this damn dunk contest, really. And it shouldn't even be prolonged. But of course, it was prolonged. We got the result that we got. Aaron Gordon was robbed. Let me just go ahead and say this off the jump. Aaron Gordon was robbed. The man had five straight 50s. <laughs> he had five straight 50s. And I understand people saying his last dunk, you know, shouldn't have been a 50, but a 47. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you can say he didn't clear Taco Fall. He clearly, he clearly cleared Taco Fall. But let's just say if you want to go from the aspect of, oh, he didn't clear Taco Fall. For him to get a 47 on that dunk, really, really, when Derek Jones Jr. got, what was that, a 46 on a dunk where he had to attempt twice and he used his arm to push off on Bam to dunk the ball. Plus, minus the fact that, <laughs> I mean, I'm quite sure the officials didn't pay any attention to it, but God damn it, we had to wait for this dude to dunk the basketball. Because remember, his first dunk, he had brought out the damn cheerleaders, um, the birthday cake and everything. I'm like, man, I watched it with my girlfriend. And I'm like, man, when is this dude going to dunk the damn basketball? I mean, he better make this, this shit on the first try. Obviously, he didn't. He didn't make it on the second try. He made it on the third try. And they still gave him 46. Yet, when Pat Connaughton literally bought out Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he literally jumped over Giannis, had to pick it up, and bring it back up and slam it. Come on, man. And he got below what Derrick Jones Jr. had. Come on, man. That's fishy. That's very. It's very fishy. It's very suspect. Okay. And then when Derrick Jones did the dunk that he did where the guy threw it off the backboard, went between his legs, windmilled it, slam dunked it. It was like, okay, impressive. That was impressive. That was a 50. But when <laughs> Aaron Gordon followed up his, and it was just like, at that, at that point, when Aaron Gordon came up, I'm like, what is Aaron Gordon going to do? What is, what is he going to do? Because really, in all honesty, he, he's already had 350s. We've pretty much seen everything that we could see um, out of a slam dunk. I mean, really, there's not a lot of stuff that you can do nowadays. I mean... You literally had Blake Griffin jumping over cars. Like, there's really a lot of stuff that you can really be different on. But Aaron Gordon found a way. <laughs> he found a way to not only follow up and get a 50, he found a way to make his dunk better than what Derrick Jones Jr. did. Basically, Aaron Gordon brought out Markel Foles. Asked him to throw it on the backboard. So, Markel Fultz basically throws it on the backboard, you know, and Aaron Gordon fails on his first attempt. Okay. 
Um, he failed on his first attempt. Why? Because, let's be honest, um, the duck is pretty hard. And if we want to be particular about it, the ball really wasn't thrown correctly. But it is what it is. On the second attempt, Aaron Gordon got the ball, basically brought it, was spinning in midair, cuffed it, and threw it down. <laughs> that right there, it, it should have completely shut down the gym. It, it, it was over. It was over at that point. But, of course, they had to go into the tiebreaker because the dunk, the dunk off, based on the simple fact of, I mean, both of these guys are getting 50s. My problem was, if that was the case, why did they never, ever switch it up? For instance, Aaron Gordon goes first, Derrick Jones Jr. go first, and then switch it up. Derrick Jones Jr. go first, Aaron Gordon goes first. When you have basically Aaron Gordon basically trumping all of Derrick Jones Jr. dunks, really, in all honesty, the, the competition is going to continue because the the judges are just handing out 50s at this point. I mean... There is, there is nothing at this point that's going to make you say, well, Derrick Jones Jr. got a 50. I mean, why wouldn't Aaron Gordon get a 50? You know you know what I'm saying? Why, 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 why is it that basically every attempt down the line after the, the final round was over, did they not switch it up? Did they not switch it up? Literally, Aaron Gordon took off his shoes after the fourth up because he already knew basically that. I mean, we're just gonna keep dunking until I've had I had I've had four four fifty dunks. Okay, now you're asking me to continue on when I just had four straight fifties. <laughs> I it's, it, there there was really in all honesty no win for Aaron Gordon um, that night. There, there it, it just wasn't and course he lost and we already know why he lost Dwayne Wade <laughs> rigged, rigged the competition we all know it common came out and said we had decided on a tie but someone didn't follow it Candace Parker said look at the sheet so we we all know plus the, the the fact that when the scores came up and popped up on the board Dwayne Wade is already taking off his mic, which is in one-on-one on television. You never take off your mic until production is over. Dwayne Wade already knew what he had done. <laughs> so, and the fact that Scottie Pippen and Common was looking at him like, really, dude? Like, really, you really did this? So, but now hopefully Aaron Gordon can use this as a tool because I believe Aaron Gordon was – really trying to win the dunk contest. He was really basing on the fact that, you know, I want to win this thing. You know, I feel like I should win it. Now, hopefully, Eric Gordon can take this and turn this into an opportunity to get his game better. He can stop worrying, worrying and focus on the dunk contest and it being, oh, what what, what, what could have been. Or Hopefully, he takes this and allows for this to grow him as a player. That's the next step for Aaron Gordon, and that's the next step for his future as an NBA player. So I'm excited to see him grow as a player and as a talent. Now we're going to move over to the All-Star game. All-Star game was very exciting, guys. It, it was very exciting, and the intensity rose. And they were playing like it was a like it was the first round of the playoffs. A very intense game, very intense. I loved it. Of course, Team LeBron ended up winning 157-155 uh, based off of Anthony Davis free throws. He iced the game due to a foul by Kyle Lowry. But my biggest takeaway 
from anything that transpired over All-Star Weekend, and a lot of people may say, really, that's your takeaway, it was Giannis. I feel like for the first time, really, in, in Giannis' career, for me personally, I feel we, I got a, a glance at who Giannis is. And we and, and Giannis took us into his mindset when when he talks about the stars of the of the day's game. Okay, first off, let's start off. Let's start off with the drafting. Giannis basically drafted. <laughs> he drafted the B team. Giannis basically drafted the B team, and a lot of people was like, "Well, why did Giannis do that?" Giannis did it last year. <laughs> Giannis, Giannis did the same thing last year. Like Giannis is striking me as a guy is like, man, look, listen, um, I'm drafting these players. These are the players I truly like, you know, and I, I respect really dearly in my heart. And I want to play with these guys. Like, I mean, it's it's really no biggie. Like, let LeBron James get get the real the real deal stars. I'll, I'll take these guys. And then, secondly. <laughs> Giannis is not like James Harden, <laughs> okay, and and it's obvious. It was it's obvious to me he doesn't like James Harden, and I've and I've always thought that and said that. I mean, literally, there was one game. I believe it was last year where um, I don't remember particularly when, but it it was at Houston. It was in the fourth quarter, um, and Giannis is backing down PJ Tucker, uh, of course. James Harden is standing in the corner, corner guarding, I believe, Michael Brockton. I'm I'm surprised I'm able to play this back. <laughs> but he's standing, but he's standing, he's standing guarding Michael Brockton in the corner. And Giannis is trying to back down PJ Tucker. Of course, after numerous attempts of trying to back down PJ Tucker, he's failed. So what Giannis decides to do is, and I have air quotes up, he decides to kick it out to Michael Brockton. But really, in all honesty, when you when you look at the play, and when you look at how the way Giannis threw the ball, <laughs> it was like Giannis. You, you think he's slick? So when Giannis threw the ball and kicked it out to Michael Brogdon, I mean the ball literally hit James Harden right in the head, and and James Harden, <laughs> James Harden, man, I'm sorry, James Harden took the the best fall of his life because you can tell, you can tell that that definitely wasn't a flop. James James Harden got pegged. Got pegged in the head, and and ever since then, I, I've been saying to myself, maybe maybe Giannis, you know, kind of don't like James Harden. You know, he kind of has a, and then the fact that during the draft he was throwing shots at James Harden, stating, you know, I want a guy who's going to defend. And then even after the game, you know, <laughs> Giannis is being interviewed. You know, as they always do after the All Star game, they have the players being interviewed one night at the podium. And he sent up there with Kemba Walker, and someone asked him, you know, well, you know, what what happened in the game? Basically, what was the game plan? And he just went on and said, "Hey, bro, hey, bro, listen. The game plan was to attack James Harden, whoever he was guarding, to attack him because he can't defend. <laughs> that's that's based that's basically what Giannis Giannis was saying. Now, a lot of people are taking Giannis' performance in the All Star game." And then say, oh, Giannis, you know, he he didn't overcome in the fourth quarter. He didn't do this. He did, and you know he's leaving a lot to be desired, and and it's going to translate over to the playoffs. People gotta forget, and, and and I feel like people forget this 
and they truly don't understand. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and break this down. Okay, Giannis lost to Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors last year. Okay, at one point the Bucks was up in that series. <laughs> the series went to Game Seven. <laughs> okay, Game Six. I'm sorry, Game Six. Okay, so. Really, in all honesty, I mean, it was a sign of growth for Giannis. Uh, that's how I'm looking at his career. I understand that, you know, a lot of people like to nitpick a lot of times. But really, we nitpick because we like to see the, the growth of players. And I feel like Giannis is steadily growing. And I feel like this year Giannis is, is becoming of age. He's starting to really get comfortable in his own skin. You are starting to see more personality out of Giannis. And we're starting to see that dominance, that dominance aura of Giannis. People know, those players know, <laughs> Giannis has nets. You can just you can just feel how the way the interaction is with Giannis. You can just tell players know Giannis has nets. And I'm starting to get the feeling Giannis knows he has nets as well. <laughs> so, really, we're at a point now where Giannis, as I've mentioned in the previous episode before, it's all about him doing it at this point. Uh, and I can't wait for the playoffs to come because, in all honesty, this playoffs, or, or not the playoffs, but the, this, this all-star game really didn't tell me anything about Giannis. It just told me that, yeah, Giannis is out here just going really through the motions. He's just trying to give people a show. Uh, but come playoff time, I really expect to see a man on a mission. I feel like Giannis is very, very, very hungry, and he's out to, to, make, a, to make a point. So, Definitely, definitely watch on that because come playoff time, it's, it's, it's going to be very exciting. Very exciting. guys before we wrap up the podcast here i would like to discuss on the topic of the mason rudolph versus miles garrett um incident that happened uh, during the season of, of the 20, 2019 nfl season uh, during week 11 uh, during a thursday night game now if you're not familiar with the situation um cleveland browns was playing against the Steelers. And the game was already in hand. The Browns basically won the game. Miles Garrett ends up sacking uh, Mason Rudolph, the quarterback, during the time of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And a brawl ensued where Miles Garrett took off Mason Rudolph's helmet, ends up trying to repeatedly swing his helmet at his head. I believe he connected at least once. And then... Chaos just ensued, and it was a huge ball, whatnot. Just, just bad, bad image for the game. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing up this topic is again is the NFL had 
suspended, of course, you would think <laughs> that they would suspend someone for that. Uh, but they have suspended Miles Garrett indefinitely for the brawl that ensued. And he was recently reinstated by the NFL. And a couple of days ago, he had an interview with Outside the Lines, an affiliate, third-party affiliate with ESPN, and Mina Kimes was interviewing him. And let me just say this. I really hope Miles Garrett is not lying about Mason Rudolph calling him the N-word, which then ensued for him to try to take off his helm and beat him to a pulp. Because... That would do no one any good. Being an African-American myself, having experience where someone has called me out of my name and and disrespected me and called me the N-word before, lying about particular things that are said, it doesn't get anyone anywhere. Don't make this a Terrell Pryor 2.0 where pretty much Terrell Pryor ends up going off the fan, going ballistic because he stated that a fan called him out his name, called him an N-word when it didn't happen. So, Miles Garrett, this is for you. I hope you're not lying. I hope you are telling the truth that Mason Rudolph said what he said. Because if he didn't, had a shame on you. And really, you're not bringing any, anything good to a situation like this and for future similar references. You're, you're just not. You're making the situation even worse than what it is. But at that point, I will go ahead and close out. Everyone, thank you for listening to the Nosebleeds podcast. Follow me. Yes, I finally have a Twitter page. So follow me on the Nosebleeds pod, okay, on Twitter. Um, and also leave your review, leave a like. Also rate the podcast on Apple, uh, Spotify. Um, it's on numerous, numerous, numerous platforms, uh, mainly found on Anchor. Please, I hope everyone enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe. And we are done.